What's going on, everybody? My name is Ricardo. And this is Kyra. We'd like to welcome you to our podcast, Pillow Talk. Babe, tell them what Pillow Talk is. Pillow Talk started back in 2017, and we just had this time that we were spending separately with Holy Spirit, and we would come back together and talk about what He told us. And, 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 you know, uh, it's just that we are really, really on top of pillows, laying on top of pillows in our bed, talking about the Word, actually recording this intro like that. So we're just a married couple of men that really enjoy uh, just discussing the Word with one another. We enjoy one another, Mm -hmm. and we just like to welcome you in. you know, we thought people would just love to have an end on our conversations. And so, look, man, with no more being said, no more delay, welcome to Pillow Talk. Say less. Come. So, this Pillow Talk today is a little bit different because usually we do our Pillow Talks early in the morning. Mm-hmm. We still Pillow Talking, though, because... It is 8.25 And soon we will Be going to bed Yeah <laughs> I think Ricardo is already Already there Yeah <laughs> So He over here doing a deacon nod But you know we, we thank God for him I'm just happy he's in the place I love him <laughs> So um we um we've been moving and shaking and baking and so came in after a long day at work and um <clears throat> we've been um really focusing making sure that we meditate on our word and have our time in the morning and in the evening and so um as soon as I walked in you know try to get right to business of you know really having time with the Lord and um when I go into the office like I have like a telework schedule so some days I telework and when I telework my days are very it's just less less hectic you know I'm um kind of you know able to get up in the morning and have my devotion and I don't have to rush I don't have a sense of rushing um to get out at a certain time excuse me anybody who has um rode the metro so I I ride from the mark train to the metro um and then I get on the metro and go down basically into the middle of this DC and anybody who has experienced the train like early in the morning, like five thirty, six o'clock, you will experience people bum rushing you. They have no problem at all, like like probably the nicest person in the world will become so pushy, so shovy, they will like just totally their character changes. For them to get where they need to get on time. And so, like, the days that I go into work, it is just like, by the time I get home, I'm just, like, a little bit irritated. What was you going to say? You were going to say something? Mm-hmm. I'm a little bit irritated um, because, and you know, I, I, use, I have on my worship music. So, the morning time is pretty good, but by the evening... You know, I already had a long day and I'm still dealing with people who are just like 
relentless like they are pushing and shoving you you end up sometimes having to stand up on the train you you watching dudes just you know they don't care if a woman is standing up for 40 minutes on the train they'll look right at you and they'll take their little nap and everything it's just like different things and so by the time i get home i'm just like i'm done you know what i'm saying and um so this evening um I was coming in and going going into my praise and worship and was really, really just trying to get in the place, really trying to get my mind together. I don't know if anybody else, I know Ricardo can definitely second um, what I'm saying um, as far as just getting your mind together before going into praise and worship. It's It's a process. Like sometimes it can take me. 15 20 minutes and I'm constantly taking hold of my thoughts and saying hold up Kyra you were just praying why are you thinking about shrimp defrosting in your refrigerator like where (laughs) where did that come like I'm in a total prayer cycle I'm thinking I'm praying I'm thinking I'm giving up and the next thing I know I take hold and I'm like hold on where did I go like why am I thinking about something totally different and so I had my praise in my plate, my playlist on, and I like putting my playlist on just so anything randomly can play because I don't enjoy trying to find songs during praise and worship. I just let my playlist roll. So whatever come on, that's what I'm jamming to. And so it was a song by David and Nicole Binion um, that I've never even paid attention to before. And it's on their new CD, Dwell. And, um, the song is called Be Still and Know. It's a really quiet, like, be still and know that I am I am God. Like, you know, just really, you know, you, you've heard the church hymn before um, saying, but the song really hit me. And it hit me at that particular place because that's exactly what I needed to do. I needed to get in a still moment, like... Um, my body was still, but my mind wasn't still. Mm. And so I kept on listening to the song. And, of course, um, that's just how the Lord speaks to me. He speaks to me through worship music. Like, it'll be a song. And that's why it's so important that you listen to music that is influenced by the word and not just music that is random where that's people are... Right. Uh, just singing about trials and tribulations and it has no substance to it but you want to listen to music that is influenced and inspired by the word of god that you'll be able to go back and listen to it and um or go back and read to make that linkage and make that reference and so the lord starts speaking to me and i'm like gosh of course i know this is a scripture and where do i find it so um, the scripture is in Psalms 46.10 And um, the version that I'm reading from really quick Is the New Living Translation version And if I go to Psalms 46.10 um, It says Be still and know that I am God I will be honored by every nation I will be honored throughout the world. So, of course, this is a psalm from David. You know, um, he was just talking about some things. And right in the right towards the end of the psalm, David is sitting here talking about who God is. But then 
these quotation marks come as if in the middle of the psalm, the Lord spoke to David in these quotation marks and said, be still and know that I am God. So I looked up the word still and still is to be motionless, to be unmovable, to be quiet, to be like in a place of just standing still. And to know something is to have knowledge of. And so it took me to this place of what I thought about a boat. So if anybody has ever been on a boat before, if you've been on a cruise, a boat can seem like it's coming to a still moment or a boat can look still because the engine is off and, you know, nothing is going on. But the boat is not totally still and it doesn't stay in place until the anchor has dropped. (laughs) And so the Lord was like, when I say, Kyra, this be still, the first thing is to be still, but the no is like an anchor dropping, boom, to keep you still, to keep you from being back and forth, to keep you from being unmovable. That no finally becomes your anchor. So it's like it has to be be still and no, you just can't be still. It doesn't say be still. I am God. It says be still and know. So that and know, that knowing is what keeps you still because it's that recognition, it's that understanding of you knowing that he is God. And it was it was a couple of places where I was looking up um being still. Um another scripture is Psalms 37 7. And it's of course another place where David Um, And it's so crazy, you know, like David was writing these psalms and um, it gives you like a little picture into possibly what he was just going through in his own mind. He may have been watching some things. He may have been in a battle and he was constantly encouraging himself, constantly reminding himself of who God was. And so that's why he said, be still and know like this particular um, scripture um, is talking about like. David in Psalms 37, he was getting irritated because he started to see people around him, the wicked prospering. And so um, on Psalms 37, 7, he says, be still in the presence of the Lord and wait patiently for him to act. And so that was another one. I'm like, man, so not only do you be still, but then you have to wait for him. But Again, even though he didn't say and know that waiting, waiting patiently for him to act. Don't worry about evil people and who prosper or fret about their wicked schemes. So that was another be still. And I'm like, okay, Lord, what are are you telling me to do? What are you what are you speaking about? Be still. So another place I look, which was kind of like becoming the icing on my cake was. Exodus 14, 14, when you're talking about the children of Israel dealing with um, Pharaoh and letting them go. And um, this is what Moses said to them. He was, you know, getting ready to get them out of get them out of Egypt. And they they're in a place of of complete worry because they're going to cross over and they're in a place of complete worry. But then. This is what Moses says to him. He said, the Lord will fight for you 
and you only have to be silent. And this is what it says in this particular version, but it says, actually, and you only have to be still. You just have to wait and the Lord will fight for you. And if you go a little bit further up in Exodus 14, the Lord is even telling Moses that, you know, I want to do this thing because I want Pharaoh to know that I am God. So it's kind of like that same thing of be stilling and knowing, understanding who he is, letting that anchor drop in your situation. Because a lot of times you can feel like I am being still. My body is not moving. And that's how I felt this this evening. I felt like, okay, I'm sitting still. But there were things going on in my mind. There were things that were going on in my heart. And the Lord was like, Kyra, you haven't dropped your anchor yet. You're still moving. You're still floating. You haven't dropped your anchor and knowing exactly who I am. And so this particular, just today, I want to encourage you, if you are going through a particular situation where you are not being still, where you are just in a constant movement, constant movement, because in this world, it's almost like, especially people my age, all I hear is like, I'm on the grind. I'm grinding. I'm grinding. I'm grinding. And a lot of times when you see people that are not moving, you can honestly think that they lazy right. or they're not moving. They're not doing anything. You immediately think, oh, man, they're they not getting things done because they're still. They're not moving. They they chilling. And I had to take a step back and I had to appreciate or look for the moments where I can be still. Look for the moments where I can be able to meditate. Look for the moments that I can be very quiet in his presence and start to rehearse and recognize and understand who he is in my life. Knowing exactly that he is Lord. Knowing that he is God. Knowing that he is waymaker. Knowing that he is healer. Knowing that he is provider. Knowing that he is who he said he is, that he is the I am, that I am. And so I just want to encourage you this evening, um, if you are in that place where you just feel like you are constantly running, constantly moving, and you're having an issue with settling yourself, understand that don't only stop your body, but be still in your mind and your heart and drop that anchor of the no. To know that he is God. Be still and know that he is God. All right, Pillow Talk. I'm getting ready to go to bed. I hope y'all are blessed. If anybody is just wants to take an opportunity to find out who their Heavenly Father is, this is your time. Don't ever let a moment pass by where you have not become or received a blessed assurance that Jesus is yours. So, Father God, right now, I thank you for those people who are listening, Father God. I don't know if I have all of the words. I don't even know if I have the complete revelation of what the scripture is. I don't even care. I just know that you spoke to me today. But if there is somebody out there that wants to know you, Father God, I ask that you will tug on their heart, that they will be still in this moment and then they will say, 
This is my little anchor that I'm dropping to know that he is Lord. This is my anchor right now that I'm dropping to know that he loves me, to know that he cares, to know that he forgives me of all of my sins. All of my unrighteousness is washed away because of the beautiful blood of Jesus Christ. So, Father, right now, I ask that you will tug on their heart, Lord God, that this will be their day of of realizing exactly who you are. They'll, they will recognize that, you know what? He really does love me. He really did die just for me. That it can become their own story, their personal story, not a story that they heard from a friend or grandma or a story that they just simply read in the Bible, but that it will become their personal testimony that no, he loves me. So, Father God, I ask that today will be the day of their salvation. And that they will give their hearts to you and recognize you as God wrapped in flesh that came down from heaven and died upon the cross from their, for their sins. But not only did you die upon the cross, but on the third day you rose and you conquered sin and death. And now you sit on the right hand side of the father always to make intercession on our behalf. Your blood is sprinkled upon the mercy seat and you are so ready for us to come and be home with you. So Father God, I thank you. I praise you. I give you all the glory and I thank you for those who right now, Father God, has given their heart to you and they are acknowledging you as their Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Y'all have a good one, Pillow Talk.